Welcome, welcome, welcome to She Talks Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by me, TK. And Janae. Tune in for a new episode every Friday to hear our honest conversations on topics like love, relationships, wellness, pop culture, faith, entrepreneurship, fashion, self-development, finance, pretty much everything under the sun with guests who really inspire as they speak their truth on these topics. Yes. So, guys, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of She Talks as we are discussing girl power. Yes. Girl power. What is girl power? It's been a long week (laughs) before we're talking about girl power. But it's been a long week because I for sure thought yesterday was Friday. Janae told me that. I was like, "What? am I the only one? But apparently a lot of my friends... It's because we were grilling outside. Yeah. Chicken beer. You thought it was Friday. It's okay. I really thought it was Friday. And I was chilling like a villain. Like, I had no job the next day. <laughs> well, today's Thursday. Yay. Recording Happy Memorial day. Weekend, y'all. <laughs> what do y'all doing for Memorial Weekend, by the way? We do need to find that out. Be sure to comment on our... Um, she talks RVA on Instagram. Like us, share, Subscribe. tell your baby mama, tell your mama, tell <laughs> tell everybody in the whole community that she talks RVA is it's live, is booked and busy. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna be booked and busy soon. So anyhow, <laughs> um, girl power. Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? Um, so girl power. What what is girl power to oh you? Oh my gosh, girl power. Um. Girl power is, I guess, having power as a girl. No. Um, it's about doing things, um, holding down the fort, taking care of responsibilities, um, being financially stable, taking care of your kids, taking care of your husband, um, preparing for the future, preparing for generational wealth. And doing it effortlessly, doing it joyous with uh, like a heavy heart, a happy heart. Um, yeah, I think of my mom when I think of girl power. I think of the, like the sacrifices that she's done um, for my brother and myself. And yeah, she did everything in a manner that was just very selfless and um I didn't know her struggle until, you know, now that I'm a single mom, I understand. But I didn't, I really didn't understand, and we didn't want for anything. We got everything that we needed. Our Christmases were great. Um, she she had to work two, three jobs. She she decided to go to school, being a single mom. Um, she had her master's, and she excelled in her career. And she did everything that... that um, a mother would do and more so um i think that's girl power girl power yeah yeah speaking of sp- single moms being a girl power i like to um grant janae the girl power award as huh. m- mom of the year because uh my Ooh. best friend her daughter i don't have any kids y'all so i always <laughs> i stole her <laughs> i still i still oh, janae i still janae's daughter from time to time and I friend her. Mm. She's my best friend. Um, she's one of my best, my little best friends. And she's a part of that little group of little girls that I love. She's just so sassy. I love her. And you do it so effortlessly. 
You raise her to be strong. You raise her to be, you're raising her to be strong. You're raising her to express herself and not be ashamed <laughs> to be sassy. And yeah. you are also raising her to be tough as a nail. And you are doing it effortlessly. So thank you. Shout outs to all the single moms, young and old. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's a quite, quite a journey. It's quite a journey. Um, I would say that I do love kids, so that helps. Um, you gotta love kids. <laughs> it's definitely no. Important. Before I had her, I loved kids. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a it's a struggle sometimes. I struggled today writing papers, trying to do our homework. You know, they introduced. I think I just told you that. Like, <laughs> they yeah. introduced like a different topic. Three weeks left of school. Kids are not thinking about anything except They're for the summer. pool. Exactly. I mean, what are you doing? But I had to like you know do their homework, write her sentences, or get her to write her sentences and do her homework. And I had to do my homework and read her a book. And you know bedtime, it was just a lot. And also, I'm preparing for Memorial Day, so I have a lot of things to do with my hair. <laughs> yeah, that's so. I'm just like uh, overwhelmed right now, but um, thank you. Yay. Appreciate it. And I do like try to teach her to be herself. She because she's very um, she's a character. She's very wild and like free spirited. She reminds me of myself. She's very outgoing though. She's another person, but um, <laughs> definitely. But you know, from very young, she's always been free spirited and. People are like, oh, you're just going to let her run, run wild in the grocery store? Like, why not? Let her be. Like, she's not hurting anybody. Like, I don't want to take... <laughs> Me and Janae have different um, parenting um, yeah. viewpoints. Um, and so does the person that I like. He has different parenting um, points. Yeah, he doesn't believe in... He does not believe in spanking. But anyways, that that's besides the point. We're talking about girl power. And <laughs> that's another episode of parenting skills because... <laughs> We got to talk about that. So anyhow, back to girl power. My mom is a girl power in itself. She embodies that. She grew up poor. Um, my grandparents, my grandmother was a girl power too because she, she um, started a farm back in Jamaica. My parents were entrepreneurs. My mom saved her money, bought a house in Jamaica, made sure that we didn't know anything of any type of poverty or anything like that. So I didn't know that um, my mom did all of this effortlessly and she held the house down and she also was a bomb entrepreneur she was a, the brains behind everything um, and that's what being a, a powerhouse woman is a girl having that girl power where you're able to stand next to your man and know how to use your power for good and so shout outs to my mom awesome awesome entrepreneur that's why I'm like working for people that's neither here or there but that's why I desire the entrepreneur life even more so mommy if you're listening thank you so much for sending me you know doing all the things that you need to do as far as um, showing girl power now as far as girl power we're going to girl boss we have top three girl bosses that we we see in pop culture or anything like that so girl bosses Janae who is your top three girl boss for well I uh, have two okay well top okay um Michelle Obama Niecy Baby elaborate um Michelle Obama 
because she was just always right there next to her husband, making him smile, providing laughs, providing a shoulder, and also managing the household, having raising two great, beautiful, strong, intelligent um, daughters. Um, and she launched the Let's Move campaign for the kids to try, to try to fight childhood obesity right in front of the White House. That's pretty dope because obesity is an epidemic right now in America, especially childhood obesity. Um, that is just running rampant right now, and it can be stopped. Like, right now they're saying that, okay, this is, we're getting off topic, but they're saying that this generation, the younger generation, might be yeah. the first generation who's going to die before their parents. Oh, my god! Just because everybody's, you know, so many people, so many children being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, hypertension already, all of these um, deadly diseases. So, um, she launched that to try to combat childhood obesity, and I think that's great. I can't read her book. My mom's still reading it, and after she's done, I'm taking it from her. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then Nisi Baby, she's an eyebrow threader like myself. Shout out to the eyebrow threaders. She started out just, she started out working in the office, and one day she's like, no, I don't want to work for anybody. I, I'm going to do eyebrows. So she started doing eyebrows at a, a mall, and she, $10 eyebrows turned to like, you know, $15 eyebrows, and $100 eyebrows started doing celebrities, and now she has like three shops in LA she's building her house from scratch she started from the bottom literally she didn't have any help or any handouts and I think that's girl power too um so many people like have a upper hand or you know have help and it and I kind of feel like this is like a facade like oh I can be like this person I started from nothing but most likely you had a, you know you don't have help you you had somebody's house to stay in you slept uh, with your mama speaking of help when mm-hmm. they say that Kylie Jenner, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm not a big Kardashian fan, guys. Well, you know what? Shout Kylie out Jenner, to Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. But, what are you gonna say about but Kylie? I'm saying Kylie Jenner is not self-made. She had the help of her mom's money to invest. And sometimes you don't have investors. Sometimes you have to work to get your own investment so that you can be self-made. Sorry. I think Chris Jenner will be on my list of girl boss. Because, yes, she is yes, self-made. You know, she... Yeah, she's she's self-made, and she definitely had help of her, you know, her late husband. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she she turned her dollar. She flipped it. She flipped that. Yeah, she, she did. did. And she makes everything. Oh, you can see if she, if, if somebody out there can see, she'll be screaming and and, and pimping them out with some <laughs> with some type business of song wise. on the radio. Yeah, she turns yeah. everything into a business. So, which is pretty dope Shout to see to that. Her. Yeah, she's a real momager. For sure. Uh-huh. Shout outs to the Kardashians. I may not like every move that the Kardashian makes, but I can give credit where credit Shout is. Shout out to the Kardashians. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like they they flip their dollars. They, 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 they know their audience. They know how to they know how to work the like. system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely in the I black don't understand the hate. Like what's the hate? Because they're fake, they're plastic. Oh well, they're making money. They are. I mean, shout out to Black China. That I'm pretty sure they would. <laughs> shout out to Especially Black. Especially if you see those dollars rolling in your bank account. But shout out to Black China by using the Kardashians <laughs> to flip her coin as a black woman. Listen. So listen, it's she a got black a baby dog. and she got him to pay for the tummy tuck. Like she got the whole package. And she like, got I'm a gonna carry this baby and you're gonna fix my it. body. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> my top three is. Um, I'm going to start off with um, Misha. 
she has a show called Mind Your Business on Own, and she's the founder of Curls, like the the oh, hair yeah. the hair product. She's definitely a girl boss. I've seen her, um, I've seen a couple of those episodes, and I love the way that she is. Um, she's helping struggling entrepreneurs, whether you're in fashion, whatever into like like um, field that you're in, and she's giving them strategies on how to be. Um, better at their business and I think that's a girl boss in itself because she's not only just flipping her coins for the benefit of herself but she's mm -hmm. flipping her coins she's for the benefit of others and helping others see how they can flip their coins and how it's almost like it's like pay it forward in in itself so she's definitely paying it forward so shout out to her if you ever wanted to watch this on own it's called mind your business because there's money um, for everybody exactly eat. Um, yeah. Another person I love <laughs> is Riri. I mean, <laughs> I love Rihanna. Rihanna is one of my favorite peoples of all time because I watch Rihanna, even for me as an entrepreneur, I watch every move that Rihanna make. As a single woman, well, she's not single anymore. She in a relationship. But she used her platform of music and she used it and drew in the audience and not only that, she created a bomb skincare line, makeup line, Fenty. Shout out to Fenty Beauty. I'm your customer. I'm your client. I'm everything under the sun. Um, so I love <laughs> no Beyonce. I love Rihanna for that. And she just, um, she's one of the first black women to have a house in Paris and um, start a clothing line in Paris. So she's launching that later on this week or next week. I think later on tomorrow. So shout outs to Rihanna for that. And also Rihanna just embodies a mogul in itself. She has Fenty Savage uh, lingerie line, which is super dope. So Beyonce, um, Rihanna, we're about to get into Beyonce, but Rihanna, she is a mogul in itself. Even though Rihanna, we, we do need new music. So mm -hmm. Riri, get back she in that saw, studio. I think I saw her in the studio. I don't know if it was a tease or not, but. I think she's about to start recording. Yeah, but, now that she's I mean, down. I think, like, also, she's probably like, oh, this is easier. Like, the makeup industry versus the music industry. Like, let me get my dollars running. Like, what is um, residual income? Yeah, she the, has a lot of things. In, <coughs> the she makeup. has a hand in everything. Yeah, it's less work, more money. Exactly. And not only that, she... For someone to start a makeup line, and it's so effortless. And she said that it took her five years to perfect it before she launched it. So she was working on this makeup line for yeah. a few years before she even spoke about it. And a lot of uh, celebrities, they're like, they'll speak about it. And then, I'm sorry, she by Sheree. <laughs> Who? Exactly. <laughs> she by Sheree. Real say? Housewives. Oh, <laughs> like some that. people, like they'll say stuff. I'm not hating on She by Sheree. But my thing is, I love that you shouldn't tell your left hand what your right hand is doing. So shout outs to Riri for really researching the industry and really perfecting her craft in every genre. So next person. Oh, Bay, my Virgo sister, who's who happens to be six days apart from my birthday. But um, I love Beyonce. I may not like everything that Beyonce do, but I mean, I'm. Uh, What's avid. not to like? I don't like that Beyonce don't well, do interviews anymore. I want. I want to know. I want to know your private life, Beyonce. I know you're still private, but 
Beyonce you definitely know why she's private. Huh? You know why she's private? Yeah. She know how to make that dollar. No, there was a conversation <laughs> that she had with Oprah, and Oprah was like, "Yeah, you're getting famous, but don't let the world know like what's going on with you and your relationship." Yeah. And after after that, she literally took that to heart. So from that day forward, she never spoke about her private life like with her and Jay Z ever again. She sounds and like me. Oprah I, made a comment about it. She was like, "I mean, I said that, but I didn't literally mean for you to go mute." Like I know, but I mean, I think it's best for her because we all are like curious about her life. I know me there's too. like beehive haters, and then there's also beehive. I'm not really a part of the beehive. Me neither. I just love, but her. I do love her. Yeah, yeah. Go I ahead, love, elaborate yeah. what you love about her. I'm sorry. No, but I agree with you on that part because. She took it to heart. And I feel like, <laughs> as a Virgo sister, um, <laughs> I take things to the extreme, too. Like, I'd be like, oh, so that's what you mean? Oh, I'm taking to the extreme. She's like, oh, I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, I'm going to follow your advice to the T. Like, to the T, extreme. There was one time they were in the audience. She won an award. And she was like, yeah, shout out to my husband. And she's like, oops. Like, she made a bashful face. Like, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Because at that point, remember, like, maybe five, six years ago, they didn't really show emotions in public but i feel like now they're opening up because there's so many rumors about like the cheating scandal exactly but like back in the day she was kind of more so like reserved with them two together but yeah she took that to the t yeah another thing too beyonce turned that lemonade into a dollar honey she put she she took that lemon and she made lemonade and lemonade i'm sorry that's why i'm not a beehive i did not purchase it (laughs) i i kind of screamed yes (laughs) That, and that's the other benefit of not telling your business because she wouldn't have a story to tell. Exactly. Like, we, we were all living through her music. We that found out her story album. through her album. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know whether it was all the way true or not. Like, we don't know. It's, it's some type of, like, mystery about the unknown with, a, you know, with the artist. If you yeah. don't tell, tell a business. But shout out to her. Beyond, her homecoming documentary. Janae loves it, and I I love it too. But she's ecstatic it. about it. No, I loved <laughs> it. I was so emotional. I was crying. I was like given entire life. Like I was. Reborn. I loved it too. I'm not gonna lie. I, and it wasn't like the music. It wasn't like any particular thing. But it was just like the artistry of it that was just brilliant. Yeah. It was like it is true. A is call true. to white America. That. Yeah. She turned the whitest show in the United States and made it black. Honey, black culture too. To Unapologetically the black. They she were like, was listen, like... y'all, oh, I'm not going to say all this. They were like, <laughs> Seriously. listen, we're going to, you're going to step into my world for a second. Our world. And it, that's the other thing. It wasn't about her, it was about the black woman. She mm. made a story about. What it what it means to be black, what it means to be HBCU. There were certain things in her documentary that you didn't understand unless you were black. Like there was movies, like scripts and movies. Um, like I swag, I swag, like certain songs that she just wouldn't understand, like the element and like the hypeness to it unless you were black. Yeah. And you you made these people, these white people, like take it. Like they had no other option but to take it you know it's funny and sometimes they were confused they're like oh but like it was it was kind of like a snippet of what it feels like to be in the white world yeah this is but true. now you would get it the opposite like what if you were the minority in a black world that is true how would it feel that that is very true and i think i was watching the breakfast club and <laughs> charlamagne the guy shout outs to the breakfast club 
I watched them. Charlamagne a God. <laughs> he made a comment about Jay-Z and Beyonce. He's like, the, he's like, shout outs to, 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 to Beyonce and Jay. As they get richer, they get blacker. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, that is kind of true. Like, as they get richer, they ain't forget their culture. So funny. They made their culture even bigger into yeah, the society. Yeah, because Jay-Z too, like his um, 444 album. OJ, the story of OJ. Yeah. That, like, he literally told you how to get rich. Pretty like, much. He gave you the blueprint. But, anyways, we're not talking about him. Um, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're talking, talking about, about Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> and also, through her documentary, she she um, had activists, like, um, what's her name? Oh, my God. I cannot. Nina Simone and, like, Malcolm X and, like, just black activists. They told the story of what it and means. And Maya Angelou, too. Maya Angelou. Like, yeah. what it means to be black. And it was great. And... She also, like, said that black women are the most hated, most disrespected, most degraded woman on the planet. This is true. And then she's like, but today, you're going to put some respect on my name. Exactly. And she wasn't talking about herself. She was talking talking about about black black women. women And that's what I loved about the documentary. I love the documentary. I loved it. Because Beyonce, as (laughs) per usual, she's a perfectionist. And I love the perfection in the production not only that i wish i'm telling you i'm not regretting okay i am regretting that i did not go to hbcu and if i was to enroll to get my master's which i was looking to enroll into howard university the business program for um my master's i said my said to myself i would be an aka i would have gone to a HBCU because it made me feel proud being black and not only being black, being a black woman and being comfortable being yeah, black in America. Yeah, I had an America. extra pep in my step after I watched it. Yeah, because I'm like, wait like, a second. And now. I also feel like it was just like opening up the white world to the com- a conversation of, oh, what is this? Or maybe I sh- maybe I do treat this type of person differently. Maybe I didn't really understand that this is part of their culture. Maybe I was just thinking like, oh, this is a ghetto thing. But no, this is really a cultural thing. Exactly. And so I think it opened up conversation <laughs> yeah. to America. And I don't know. And it just kind of made you so proud to be a woman. A black woman. Well, let's... Anyways. Moving to... I have so many things. No, moving into that, we can talk about black girl magic. Because mm-hmm. black girl magic is, is very evident. And we're talking about girls can. And we're going to talk about all genres of women. But black girl magic, like... I feel like black girl magic is black women being able to unapologetic, unapologetically be themselves, be black, be proud, be all woman and saying, you know what, I may work for you, but I'm going to do a darn good job and I'm not going to be the statistic. I'm not going to be a stereotype of what you think a black woman looks like and I'm not going to be labeled as a sex symbol our sex icon because I'm a black woman with a big booty and curves. I don't have to be a stick. Black girl magic is embodying your 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 beautiful skin. You are not trying to change who you are. If you want to nip and tuck, that's that's you. But respecting your culture and being being I, I have who a you are. With black girl magic. All right, so Gloriana, she lives in you know this side of town. 
Everybody, most <laughs> what of, side of town is that? Is is that a little is, predominantly This is a predominantly white area, and most of her classmates have long, straight, blonde hair. Yeah. And prior to that, she was going to a city school where I taught because I wanted her next to me. Um, and every all, all the kids had beads and braids, you know, just creative hairstyles. When we came over here, she's like, I don't want that anymore, Mom. I want my hair down. I want my... I had to have a like a conversation like this is not your hair. Yeah. It's not your hair type. Like you don't have to have beads anymore, but you gonna have to rock your puff. Um, excuse me. Or like whatever hairstyle, and um, it took till like May, like all the way from August to just now May for her to be like, no, mom, actually I want my braids again. I want my beads, and that's why she has her hair in braids now. Because now she's embracing, like, what it means to have, like, to be black and to be unique. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had to tell her every single day, like, Gloriana, this is not your hair. This is not your hair. That's not how your hair is. But it kind of makes me feel like me, when I wear weave, I feel kind of like I'm contradicting myself. Like, this is not my hair. And I don't know how to tell her, like, hey, no, yeah, like, this is not my hair, but, like, you're, this yeah. is your hair. Like, so... Sometimes I wear my hair out, like, you know, curly, natural. Like, you see, mommy has a hair, like, your hair. And I want to do that more, but I just want my hair to grow longer first before I wear it all the way out, which is why I'm wearing it in the weave right now, until it gets longer. It's like a protective style. A protective style. But it's kind of hard to explain that to her. And also, like, I don't know, how do you feel about, like, wearing weave? I also feel like it's kind of contradicting like being who you are, being your if natural self. Well, if you have a different, if you have a, a a different relationship with um weaves, for me growing up, um I used to perm my hair a lot. Now I don't perm my hair. My hair is natural, but my relationship that I have with weave is pretty much a is a protective style. It's not um because and I like changing it up. It's not because I want to look like a white woman. It has nothing to do at one point growing up I wanted to look like I wanted to look like a a European woman because of back then in the nineties that's what was selling and that's what was at the forefront of fashion. Now what the forefront of fashion is being unapologetically black. You see so many black faces, black women embodying their locks, their natural hair, even their straight natural hair, they're embodying that and we're saying that the Europeans, it's not a European thing for your hair to be straight. You can have, you can have straight hair as a black woman. Yeah, you can have natural straight And I think for me, when I have a daughter, if I have a daughter, I would, for one, I'm not giving her a Barbie. Like, she's going to have a black Barbie. She's going to have a Barbie that look like her, and she's going to be able to know this is who I am. I'm, my nose may not be super straight. My lips may be full, but this is who I am. I'm a black woman, and and I'm going to embody that from a young age. And I think it's important for black girls to, young little black I girls to embody like, that. great that I think we've kind of progressed as a society and as a culture to have black women, like, be all the way black. Because yeah. before, you would see kind of, like, mixed girls, you know, with colored eyes, curly hair, as, I guess the Beautiful. black woman yeah to represent the black woman but now we have truly like you know large nostrils like big eyes true african features are being featured as 
a representation of the black woman, and I, th- and I think that's beautiful. Of course. Especially um, for the children in, in stores. When I was growing up, it was either, like, a light-skinned Barbie or white. Now, Gloriana has all kinds of shades and colors to pick from, froes, afros, hair. Like, there's all kinds of representation of a black child. So, I think, I think hopefully, like, we'll keep going, and, and hopefully this is not, like, a trend or a like a movement I think that we are at a place where we can all be represented in this yeah. society and I, I hope that stays and I think for me I'm upset that it took this long to for us to um for the media for the entertainment and the media to catch up on um on all of this because for me um being black is the most most privileged thing they talk about white privilege but black privilege is amazing because now it is good to be black okay it is a freeing thing to be black because of our the struggles that our ancestors had to had to endure for us to stand tall and walk in a store and have the things that we have attain the things that we can attain and say you know what i could be president too because barack obama he definitely made you know, that I, bad I image. I wonder if, like, I think that's, like, when all of this, like, black empowerment, empowerment movement started, when he became president. Yeah, I think, I think that's started. when it exploded, too. Yeah, like, you felt like, okay, like, he, this man can be the most powerful person of the world because the United States of America, everyone looks up to us. So, a black man can be this powerful, we're good. Like, we, it felt great to be black. Like, everything black. Like, everything felt good. And I think, like, from that point going forward, everybody was on, like, the black movement. Like, white people, like, oh, yeah. Like, everybody's trying to be trendy. You know, you hear, you always heard white people on Strap on listening to rap music. But now it's, like, all they listen to is rap music. Everybody thinks it's popular to be black. Um, It's kind of trendy right now, but I just hope it doesn't die down. And not only that, like, seeing black love being embodied in the White House. We've never seen love being embodied at all through those presidents. Yeah. But when a genuine, black family came through, love. honey, and that black family came through. Like 70s. Yes, honey. Temptations. They was in love, love okay? Music. They was showing that, listen, we black and we going to show you what real love look like. I'm not right. trying to make it all a black thing, but I mean, we definitely have put we out. We just have a certain culture and a certain swag that only we embody. Yeah, and we're I very creative think, too. A mm-hmm. lot of the things that we that you see in 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 culture and you see in entertainment has been influenced by like black people in America and pop culture. In yes. pop culture, black people were the ones who first started. That's why they say pop culture is black culture. It is pop, it's definitely black culture because I'm telling you, a lot we're not going to get into that. But, you know, for all my white <laughs> friends, don't get offended, dear no. white people. Dear white people, um respect the culture. <laughs> Which but they do. They definitely do. I have my my, I, my I white have, friends that I have love certain it. conversations with them. I have to like put them hip on certain things. Yeah. But. Um, I think if you're if you're willing to open like openly listen and openly understand, then we can all kind of coexist. Um, and I love but. my white friends for understanding that they do have privilege. They admit that they do have white privilege, but they don't use their privilege for harm. They they use their privilege 
as a way to um, educate. Well, not well. They don't use their privilege as anything. As they just aware of it. She don't. They don't really use their privilege. They're just aware that they have privilege, mm-hmm. and they also understand the struggles of being a black person. They may not physically understand it because they're not living in a black body, but they can understand. They can like they can be empathetic. You know, the only to way it. to understand is if they want to understand and open up their eyes to understanding. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I have a few white like really close friends and so they're head um, to the game so let's talk about let's see we are we had that whole thing um girl versus girl let's talk about that (laughs) can we talk about that okay let me first let me first of all like (laughs) why why? That's why I don't understand. I feel like it happens in whether you're white, black, Hispanic, whatever it happens. But particularly in the black community, it happens more often. You go so growing up in Tucker in a predominantly white area, girls would get together and you know what? Think about it at a, as a bar in a bathroom. You're in the bar in the bathroom with a bunch of girls, maybe white girls, right? They're all like, yeah, what's wrong? Oh, forget him, blah, 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 blah. Like, girl power, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is a white, this is how white women get together. You, you, you know. think so? I do. I've, I've seen this firsthand. What if you see it might white not people, be authentic. a black girl in a, what if you see a black girl come into a group of white women? Because I've, I've noticed it, and I'm going to be honest with you. I've noticed it when I come into a bathroom with other white what? women. Hold on, hold on. They be hating. Too many colors and girls. What, okay, well, <laughs> okay. So you're <laughs> saying that the way that white women together congregate, they're always saying "girl power, girl power, girl power." But when it comes to black women, when we come into a bathroom with yes, each other, it's when it comes to black women in the bathroom is oh, look at your shoes. Mm. Like you wear Gucci side eye, like commenting judging like shit like not saying anything but you can just see it all over your their face yeah versus a black one a white girl you look great you look amazing oh my god you just had a baby oh my god you look so good (laughs) yes they will never let you know and i'm thinking like i did not just have a baby like i had a baby like (laughs) six years ago (laughs) like hold on a second i know you're lying but like it's still like they will compliment you even if it's fake versus a black woman they just real wrong. they just look at you and i felt that energy when i was like i said when i was in high school going to a white predominantly white school like being cheerleader being in um step team stuff like that they're like oh my god you're like so god like it was it was fake as shit yes yeah because but then when i would go to like Henrico and like north side they wouldn't say anything. They would just, like, stare at you, like, mm, who is that? Who is she? Like, this is a jealousy. It was, like, jealousy. Yeah. Black women, we got to stop doing that. We got to stop. Attention. Have you had that Of experience? course. Of course. Of course. Let me tell you. Growing up in New Jersey, now I understood, I, now I understand the power that I, uh, that I, I embody as an individual. Um, growing up in New Jersey, um, People would say that I act white. 
I don't know what acting white is nowadays. That's the other thing. Yeah, Act I don't white. really like that because Talk the black white. women, the black girls used to say, oh, she's acting white. She thinks she better than us. No, I understand that I, 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 now I understand the power that I have because I knew that there was something special about me and everyone has something special about them. But now I understand that there's something special about me. And I, my thing is growing up experiencing that, I, I, I'm not going to lie, growing up, I wasn't popular. I was an unpopular girl growing up. I was often picked on and everything like that. Looked upon like, oh, she not wearing name brand and all that good stuff. But those same people, um, they didn't feel good about themselves looking back. Now I think now I can think back why they, they they attacked me the way they did, because they weren't they didn't know themselves. They didn't they were insecure about themselves. There was something in them that was lacking. And it, was this a black, like, predominantly black area? or? Yeah, it was predominantly black. And I think for me, experiencing that was coming from a, um, coming from, even in Jamaica, I experienced jealousy. I experienced that because it's like, well, dang, like, all I am is just being a little girl. And I have to experience all of that. So can you imagine coming from Jamaica into the United States and experiencing that and girls looking at me up and down and... Even in high school, there was one girl, I ain't gonna name her, but her name was Kim. And she did not like me for the love of God. She did not like me, but up to this day, it makes sense. She didn't love herself. And black women, we gotta start supporting each other. Because when I see a black woman in the store... I think it, it, it comes down to how those children were raised, like... What they saw in their household. They yes, saw, they were raised in the hood. Yeah, they saw their parents talking about Crazy. their friends exactly. and their cousins and whatever that they didn't have. Yeah, and they did the same thing. They saw. They did what they you know saw. Exactly. I, I, I really never really ran into like any type of gossip or anything because if it started, I'm the type of person like, girl, what's around you like. I don't know. I, I'm, like, happy and make friends with everybody. Yeah, like, I didn't and really if, hear gossip in my household. Yeah. And I didn't hear cursing in my household either. Yeah, so when they're like, oh, you think you're too good because you don't curse? No, because it's just it's just not ladylike to cuss like that. Because, I don't know, my mom told me that. I was always like, do you? <laughs> <laughs> my mom. That makes your soul happy. My, yeah, if you want to listen. <laughs> but my thing is, when I see black women... And it's not just black women. It's just women all together. And I may be out with people and I see a girl walking. Yeah. I don't care if she black or white. Girl, you are wearing that hair. Girl, your shoes look cute. Girl, this. Girl, that. Like, I'm all about woman I'm not going to lie about Trina. Sometimes. Sometimes. Why is her hair like that? Why? No, sometimes. And I would have to be like Trevina. But she did the same thing. She, no, sometimes, I don't. Sometimes I'm, we, I'm like, sometimes. Whatever, if that makes her happy, that makes her no, happy. No, sometimes we, we're not aware of, like, I can, like, I think everyone can be unintentionally critical. But overall, my, my thing is, girl, your hair looks cute. Or sometimes I'd be thinking, like, I wonder why they did their hair like that. <laughs> because I'm thinking in my mind, but I was like, wait a second. And then I'm she, like, she wanted she, her hair like yeah, that. Yeah, because she Maybe wanted she her hair like that. Some, I'm sure some people look at my outfit sometimes and think it's unique. But but there's sometimes more people be like, oh my God, I, I love your shoes. I think it's just a, a way of like retraining your brain to just worry yeah. about yourself, really, honestly. And I'm all about girl power because every time when I go out, I'm like, oh, I love her makeup. 
I be asking people like, wait, how did you do your lips like that? Like, I'm not a hater. Like, I don't hate on people. But let me tell you something, girl Sometimes on girl. You get concerned. I do get concerned because, like, <laughs> yeah. I be like, why did I'm little girl? Here? What? I'm like, why did little girl here look like that? I just be wanting to help. I just the helper in me. But for me, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Black women, we need to do better. We need to do yeah. better, black women. We and, cannot be on each other. And I also think other. like there's a competition. Um, so like if you're in a good field, and you you're kind of like progressed in the world and somebody else is another black woman is in the same office in the same field there's a competition instead of combining like your resources and your knowledge and your wealth to to build something there's like this division yeah just why don't why don't y'all band together and be the top two black women that makes a bump and run it exactly and make other people look and like oh these two black women that's in the office they're not to be played with. Why does it have to be a a a a, a crab I in a barrel mindset? That's how it is right now in the hospital. There there's not many black nurses, like registered nurses, and the ones that are like there. It's like there's a competition. Like there's a like who's gonna finish this first? Who's gonna are you are you gonna finish? Are you done? Or instead of uniting and just kind of like sharing our struggles together as what it means to be a minority in a healthcare it's like we're in competition with each other and it's kind of crazy it sucks but it is what it is we just need to change our mindsets about yeah, it yeah so that is that is that <clears throat> y'all need to just change our mind if you see a girl in the street and you like her outfit um please compliment her because you don't know what she was going through because i can give you an example real quick before we get into our next segment i can give you an example of a time where I was not comfortable with my outfit at one point. I was rushing out the door. And this lady was like, your dress is cute. And I'm like, wait a second. I didn't think that I was matching this morning. But she made my day by saying, your outfit is cute. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And it it made me feel a lot better. You know, you know, sometimes stepping in the city, you kind of feel like a little pepping and stuff. You sure do. (laughs) <laughs> yes, there are some. Or there's a lot. Or no, I'm not gonna. There are some people who compliment. I mean, not compliment you. Who kind of like talk down about you and kind of like make you feel like uncomfortable. But then there's others who are girl. What your body? Go- your body goals. Like what you talking about? You got butt titties. Like whatever. let me tell you about the white like, women in the bathroom. They will pump you up. Like yeah. city girls. City girls will pump you up. They will. They will they pump sure you did. up. But let me tell you about, okay, so white women are, back to the white women, they really are a pumper, a pumper, because I would go out to like these little things. I remember I went out with, um, you know who, and we went to like, I was in the bathroom and this girl was like, oh my God, this white girl, I love your lips. Your lips are so beautiful. Your hair is amazing. Meanwhile, my hair was frizzy as ever. But she thought my hair was looking cute. You know, sometimes and... I'm like, is this a backhanded compliment? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're really thinking. But she was like, your outfit looks cute. I was like, girl. They were like, your body is snatched. I said, I need to come in this bathroom more often. That's what I'm saying. The bathroom <laughs> caps, like, they will get you through your night. Definitely. Like, okay, well, let me <laughs> just up. We just don't up. have that same vibe <laughs> in the black bathroom. It's... No, we did. That. We did. St. Right. Patrick's. St. Patrick's Day, 
when we were in a bathroom. Oh, I ran yes. into like one of my students' mom. That was so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we went to send, we went to an outing. It was like a concert like vibe, live music at this um place. But and we went in the bathroom. Women. There were older women, but honey, they were talking about man problems. We we all we definitely all um congregated together on the male problem and how Pisces That's are true. the worst we do people get today. We do. <laughs> so definitely when it comes to men problems, black women do come together. Like, listen now, this honey, you need to you leave need that to man. Do. Let me tell you. Leave I that love man you alone. my advice. Exactly. Leave that man alone. And that lady was so torn up by her breakup. But we kept her together. Like we were like, girl, you're beautiful. You may be forty two, but honey, you are wearing it well. Okay? So go ahead and be booked and busy and he'll see that. Anyhow, <laughs> fix your crown. <laughs> Our next segment, um, fix your crown, honey. Yes. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Fix your crown. Fix your crown. I mean, we kind of like talked about fixing crown throughout the segments, but I guess like shout outs to black women. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I think, like, in the bathroom, try to give a compliment. And, you know, I also think that, like, people... I think we want to compliment other women, but I think sometimes they're kind of scared or they don't the know, like, the reaction. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, just say it. Like, I know when I was in the salon one day, um, she was like, S- girls, like, they'll say, like, oh, I liked her shirt or I liked her hair, like, when they leave. Mm-hmm. And my style, my hairstyle was like, why didn't you just tell them... In person. Yeah, she ain't gonna like, bite you. She, yeah. And so I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, I like your hair. Oh, she's so cute. Or yeah, Like, you know, so I think you should just be more um, intentional about complimenting yeah. your, your sisters. And be honest about, you. if you want nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Just find something nice to say. And to don't look nasty. Yeah, don't be looking judgmental. Just, you know, if you are like a helper outer like me. <laughs> Um, should we try to hold back the comments in your out of your mouth and keep it in your head and find like something nice to say like yes, oh my because god because you like, never know what they're going through. Yeah, like that shirt is cute. That's a bomb outfit, girl. That that right there, bomb outfit. That lit. You are working Popping. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like so just compliments they go a long Make way. Make big deposit. <laughs> okay, Ariana. <laughs> I love that song. I love, yeah, I love that song too. Actually, be um, shout outs to uh, Janae for <laughs> putting you on, putting me on that song. I used to, I, yeah. But anyways, guys, anyways, thank you guys for <laughs> listening to, to she, she talks. talks. <laughs> I hope you guys have an awesome Memorial weekend. Grill, honey, look cute. Get your hair done. Fix yourself up. Go on a hot date. Whatever you gotta do, keep it cute and keep it lashing keep it flawless do you boo I'm like you're trying to set them up for a range marriage I am <laughs> keep it cute put it up tuck it in like I thought we were celebrating war like when is it alright guys thank you guys for tuning in have a great one bye bye